Psalm 107 by Hope Smith. O give, thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His steadfast love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, those He redeemed from trouble and gathered in from the lands, from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Some wandered in desert wastes, finding no way to an inhabited town, hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted within them. Then they cried to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them from their distress, He led them by a straight way, until they reached an inhabited town. Let them, thank the Lord for His steadfast love, for His wonderful works to humankind. For He satisfies the thirsty, and the hungry He fills with good things. Let those who are wise pay attention to these things and consider the steadfast love of the Lord. New Revised Standard Version The Psalmist encourages and invites us to consider God's steadfast love, Hebrew chest. In all truth, an eternity of pondering and discovering such love will never plumb the depths of the Lord's faithful love. Maybe there is so much hate, bitterness, and vitriol in this old fallen world because people don't consider the God who is love. After all, there isn't much room for malicious anger whenever people are expressing gratitude. We are divinely hardwired to give and receive affirmation, gratitude, encouragement, and love. Doing the opposite of that throws a huge monkey wrench into our daily living. It's not sustainable to live by criticism, ingratitude, judgmentalism, and hate. It goes against who we are as humans. Instead, it is sage to acknowledge, appreciate, ponder, and express the great love of God for humanity. The Lord's love never runs out, it is inexhaustible. Many people have stories of wandering far from love, stumbling in the darkness, and finding themselves in desperate straits. Like the prodigal son, they are found by the God who is love. And instead of being chided for their herky-jerky life, they are given a prominent place in God's kingdom. Some of you wandered for years in the desert. Looking but not finding a good place to live. Half-starved and parched with thirst. Staggering and stumbling, on the brink of exhaustion. Then, in your desperate condition, you called out to God. He got you out in the nick of time. Psalm 107 4-6, MSG. Praise and thanksgiving become the reflexive practices of the folk who have returned home to God. And the psalmist calls us to speak out those stories of hope and deliverance. Telling our spiritual stories to others is important, both for the storyteller, and also for those who listen. Together, the spiritual community of the redeemed becomes strengthened in their bonds of faith, and everyone is emboldened to share with others. Far too many Christians are reticent to talk about what God has done or is doing in their lives. Shame, embarrassment, or a host of other reasons might prevent us from being vulnerable enough to let others in on God's deep work within. We all likely have had the privilege of hearing another person share their heart and experience of hardship and God's deliverance. It was uplifting, encouraging, and helpful. So, let's not keep our stories to ourselves. Stories are meant to be told, not hidden. Bringing to light our faith journey is healing for all, as well as declaring that Jesus is the light of the world. Author Frederick Beekner wrote a book several years ago entitled, Telling Secrets. Beekner tells of his own experience of keeping some stories inside and never letting them see the light of day. One of those stories was growing up with an alcoholic father and all the other stories that went along with that singular story. It was only in finally telling the family secret of alcoholism that he discovered a better path forward to healing and blessing. He writes, Greater than what we hunger for perhaps more than anything else is to be known in our full humanness, and yet that is often just what we also fear more than anything else. It is important to tell at least from time to time the secret of who we truly and fully are because otherwise we run the risk of losing track of who we truly and fully are and little by little come to accept instead the highly edited version which we put forth in hope that the world will find it more acceptable than the real thing. It is important to tell our secrets, too, 
because it makes it easier for other people to tell us a secret or two of their own. Greater than. Greater than Frederick Beekner, telling secrets. Beekner went on to say. My story is important not because it is mine, God knows, but because if I tell it, the chances are you will recognize that, in many ways, it is also your story. It is precisely through these stories and all their particularity, as I have long believed and often said, that God makes Himself known to each of us more powerfully and personally. If this is true, it means that to lose track of our stories is to be profoundly impoverished not only humanly but also spiritually. Shame is like a vampire. It lives in the shadows, feeding upon secrets. But when our stories are told and see the light of day, the vampire of shame is destroyed by the bright rays of truth and vulnerability. We then become open to genuine relationships without propping up a false self to pose for others. We place ourselves in a position to receive and give love. In other words, we can meaningfully connect with both God and others because we found our voice and told our story. Great God of deliverance, I praise you that I have a story to tell of your grace and faithfulness. Help me to tell of your mercy in my life so that the name of Jesus will be exalted, and that your people might be built up in the faith. Amen.